another edition of the AV Podcast. Anthony Vijo with you. We've got a lot to talk about. Recap the NFL. Take a look at who won the Heisman. Plus, we'll also look at some NBA standings, the playoff picture in the NFL, and the President's Cup, the Team USA comeback down at Royal Melbourne. But we're going to start in the NFL, as always, and start with the Tennessee Titans and Houston Texans game, which the Texans won that one in a thriller, 24-21 to the final score, as the Texans rebounded after last week's loss to the Broncos. And with the win, Houston improves to 9-4 and on the season, and Tennessee falls to 8-6, and both teams in the playoff hunt in the AFC. And even though the Texans won yesterday, we still don't know who this team is. You never know what kind of team you're going to get week in and week out with the Houston Texans uh, because the play has been inconsistent this year. And that's something that has plagued them this season, just the inconsistent play offensively and, of course, defensively. They're not the strongest defenses in the NFL, uh, but offensively, they're just you just don't know what you're going to get with them. Uh, but they put on a pretty good show against the Titans, and again, the Titans had a great opportunity to get back into the race of things for that division uh, after winning several games in a row with quarterback Ryan Tannehill. Uh, but they lose that one uh, by a field goal, and now it looks like Houston is in control of that division to take the, the crown at the end of the season. And uh, a big win. They'll they'll meet in the final week of the regular season as well. But it looks like uh, ten or the Texans rather will win that division, the AFC South. Um, a big win for the Texans. Again, as I mentioned earlier, had a really weird game against the Broncos where they just came out flat. But uh, were definitely motivated going into this one against the Titans, a divisional opponent, and they took care of business 24-21. And for the Texans, they've got a tough game coming up. They go to Tampa Bay, who they've been playing pretty well over the past couple of weeks, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Titans. It doesn't get much easier for them as they host New Orleans Saints coming up next week. So it looks like uh, Texans, that may have been the game that turned their season around. Um and win that division in the AFC South. And for the Titans, a good run at it, but uh, I think they're going to come up just a bit short, and I don't think they have a good enough record to make it as a wild card in the AFC. But uh, let's talk about those Tampa Bay Buccaneers as they won against the Detroit Lions 38-17, to the final score in Tampa Bay. I mentioned they were playing well. They have won four straight games, and they get to 7-7, seven and seven, so they're 500 right now. And early on, it, it, it looked rough for them. It looked like they may have only went, may only win a couple of games. Uh, but they have certainly turned things around over the last month. And Jameis Winston, he has been playing really well over these last two weeks as he becomes the first player in NFL history with 450-plus passing yards in back-to-back games as he had over, I think he had 459 passing yards against the Detroit Lions. And you take a look at his stats, and he has had some pretty good stats this season. He's already over 4,100 passing yards on the season, still with two games to go in the regular season, uh, which is tied, or which is second in the NFL right now. He has 26 passing touchdowns, which is a tie for second. Uh, But the one that always plagues him, the turnovers and particularly the interceptions, 
as he has 23 interceptions on the season, and that is ranked 33rd in the NFL this season. So, you know, you can say what you want about him turning over the football, but you know he's going to throw a whole bunch of yards uh, and get you probably two or three passing touchdowns in every game. So it's just a matter of are you willing to take that risk by bringing Jameis Winston back? And that's the big question surrounding the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Do they bring him back? Uh, He's in a contract year uh, from his rookie deal. And so the Buccaneers have a real... Uh, dilemma at their hands I think this offseason you know they still again have two more weeks to go uh, but they they're sitting at seven and seven right now they're at 500 uh, when things did not look good earlier this season and they brought in Bruce Arians of course who was calling games for a year for CBS but they brought in Bruce Arians he's a guy who can work really well with quarterbacks and that's what they tried to do with by bringing in Bruce Arians, see if they can turn things around for Jameis Winston because we've seen him have some pretty good years, but we've also seen him have some bad years. And those bad years, everyone turns to the interceptions. And even now that he's having some pretty good games and good uh, numbers this season, it all goes back to the interceptions. So uh, we'll see if the Buccaneers, if they bring him back. I think if the Buccaneers stay at 500 if they finish the year with a 500 winning percentage record um, I think they certainly could bring him back because quite frankly I, who else is available at this point uh, and you can't move up in the draft with your record right now you know you're not going to be having a top five a top three draft pick with the record that you have right now so I think what they'll do is they'll look at the quarterback position they're obviously going to evaluate it coming up this off season. And I, I do think the Buccaneers will be bring back Jameis Winston. Um, again, the turnovers are the number one problem with him. We know how good his arm is. Uh, he can run the football. He's a big quarterback. Um, and I think Bruce Arians will want him back. Uh, of course, Jameis will want to be back. Um, and so he's played well this season under Bruce Arians. So I, I, would, I would be surprised if they didn't bring him back next season uh, because, again, Arians – can work pretty well with quarterbacks and it seems to be working right now on Jameis Winston as I as again he has over 4,100 passing yards on the season and uh, really good stats other than the interception so we'll see how they do the final two weeks of the regular season Uh, but as I mentioned earlier they have a big game at home against the Texans and the Texans are a team that I think uh, match up really well against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers, uh, they don't have these big superstars. You know, you, they're not. They don't make the highlight reels all the time. Uh, they win the games, they do their job, and they move on. Um, and that's that's an intriguing matchup coming up this weekend as uh, the Buccaneers and the Texans battle things out. So we'll see if Tampa Bay can win. If Jameis Winston can continue his hot streak, as I'm as again, four hundred and fifty. Uh, passing yards over the last two games Uh, so we'll see I think he has a pretty good chance of having another big passing game coming up against the Texans and Texans defense really not that great but uh, again they they have managed their way to get to a winning record right now seven and seven and have a a really good chance of having a winning record to finish out this season all right the upset of the day on Sunday that was the 49ers and the Falcons game 
as the Atlanta Falcons getting a huge win, 29-22 to over the San Francisco 49ers. And Atlanta, they scored 19 points in the fourth quarter for their comeback win. And Jimmy Garoppolo for the San Francisco 49ers, he really didn't have uh, too bad of a game, but he didn't have a great game either. Uh, 22 of 34 for 200 yards, one touchdown, and no turnovers. Uh, but they still lost, and uh, the Falcons, they just kept fighting. Give credit to them. They kept fighting. Uh, Matt Ryan orchestrating that offense and uh, coming down to the last second. They lost on the last play the, the 49ers did, and uh, Julio Jones with a big game against the 49ers. And, uh, you know, you talk about the San Francisco 49ers the week last week. They had that big win down in New Orleans uh, as they won the game of the year down there. Uh, and they went up to the number one seed, um, may have overlooked the Atlanta Falcons because, let's face it, the Atlanta Falcons aren't the greatest teams in the NFL. They came into that game 4-9. and nine. Uh, But, again, the Falcons, you look on their season now as they improved to 5-9 and nine on the year. They've had two big wins and two big divisional wins going up against the San Francisco 49ers, and then they won about a month ago down in New Orleans against the Saints. So two huge divisional wins on the road, uh, big-time wins. And, of course, we talk about Dan Quinn. Is he on the hot seat? I think even with those two wins, he still is, certainly, uh, because they have not recovered since their Super Bowl loss a few years ago to the Patriots. Uh but it, it, look, it makes the season feel a little bit better about everyone playing. And uh, again, getting the big win, final seconds of the game. And for San Francisco, as I mentioned, they moved down to the number five seed in the NFC with the loss as they flip-flop places with the Seattle Seahawks as the Seahawks, they won against the Carolina Panthers. So the Seahawks, they take over at that number one seed in the NFC right now at 11-3. and And it's probably going to come down to Week 17 as the 49ers come up to Seattle and play the Seahawks. So that'll be probably for the division, number one, and for that number one seed in the NFC. So it's going to be a huge game coming up Week 17 between the Seahawks and 49ers, but uh, they hold the number one spot right now. The Packers with the number two spot at 11-3 with their win yesterday over the Chicago Bears. They've got the Vikings and Lions coming up, so a big game uh, coming up this weekend against the Vikings. That could be for the division as well. The three seed right now, the Saints. Uh, the Cowboys, they got a big win on Sunday over the Los Angeles Rams. They finally beat a team with a winning record uh, as they get to 7-7, seven and seven, and it'll come down to this weekend's game more than likely against the Eagles. Uh, they got to go to Philadelphia, uh, and the winner of that game will more than likely take the division. Uh, so the Cowboys, things are looking good for them. You know, they, they were on a four-game losing streak. Things didn't look good for them, and then all of a sudden they turned things around. They looked great offensively. The defense played really well. Uh, Dak Prescott looked good. Of course, they ran it with Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, and this is kind of what we expected out of the Cowboys and what we have seen from the Cowboys in past. When they, can, when they catch fire, they are rolling. They can absolutely contend with anyone in the NFC. So 
they get a big win, and it looks like they'll win their division and be in that number four seed in the NFC. As I mentioned, the 49ers drop down to the five seed, and the Vikings right now the sixth seed. And the Rams looking on the outside in, or from the outside in, as they are eight and six at the seventh seed. And it looks like they, I don't think they're going to be able to work their way into the playoffs. They would have to win out and the Vikings would have to lose out in order for them to switch places. So looks right now that uh, the NFC is pretty set right now. You still got some moving around as far as the one and the two seed, even the three seed um, in the NFC. Yesterday uh, in the AFC playoff picture, nothing has changed in the AFC. The Ravens still hold the number one seed, followed by the Patriots, the Chiefs, Texans, the Bills get a big win on Sunday night football against the Pittsburgh Steelers as the Bills uh, in at the five seed as they have clinched a playoff berth. And as I mentioned, the Steelers right now, the sixth seed, eight and six, as they have the Jets and Ravens to finish out their season. Uh, so right now in the hunt, the Tennessee Titans are the seventh seed, so they could still work their way in. Uh, they more than likely have to win out, and they've got two tough opponents, as I mentioned earlier, the Saints, and then at the Texans, week 17 of the season. Colts in at the eighth, but uh, more than likely they will not be able to get in. They would have to win out, obviously, and they would need some help from the Titans and the Steelers to get into the playoffs. But other scores... From games around the NFL, the Jaguars get a big win on the road against the Oakland Raiders. Of course, the last game in Oakland as they won it 20-16. to The Browns losing to Arizona as Arizona put on a show 38-24, to the final score there. The Chiefs ran over the Broncos 28-3. to The Eagles winning by 10 in Washington. The Vikings go out west to L.A. and take care of the Chargers 39-10. to And the Cowboys, as I mentioned earlier, they won 44-21. to Really nice offensive performance by the Dallas Cowboys with their win at home. And let's move now. We're going to talk about the NBA standings. And I want to start with the Denver Nuggets. And the Nuggets, you know, they had high expectations coming into this season. And they are, I mean, still have a, they still have a winning record. They're sitting at 17-8 and eight right now. But it just doesn't feel like the team that it was last season, uh, especially at the last month of the season. Um, of course, they lost in the first round of the playoffs to Portland in that Game 7. But uh, Nikola Jokic, their superstar player, he just doesn't look like the same player. And everyone fell in love with him last year by the way he was able to play. And... Certainly so. He, I mean, he was really the best center in the NBA last season. Um, but coming into this season, the energy just doesn't seem like it's there. It just seems like he's out of shape. He's not interested. He's not really getting those the points like he was last season. And the offense really isn't as productive or as efficient as it was last year. And right now they are sitting at that fourth seed. Uh, as I mentioned, 17 and 8, six games back of the Los Angeles Lakers who have gotten off to an unbelievable start 24 and 3 as they sit right now with that number 1 spot and LeBron James, Anthony Davis leading the way for the Lakers. They are really looking good out in LA and as a matter of fact both LA teams are as the Clippers 
the number two seed right now, 20 and 8 overall record, followed by the Dallas Mavericks, 17 and 8. You got Houston, Utah, Sacramento, and Oklahoma City rounding out the top eight teams in the Western Conference. But uh, again, the good news for the Nuggets is that it's a long season. There's 82 games in the regular season. They have plenty of time to, I think, get things rolling offensively because we really haven't seen a game that we say, okay, yes, this is the old Nuggets. This is what we saw last year. Um, so they're in a very tough conference. Obviously, the Western Conference is always stacked, but even this, but this year especially, uh, is very is going to be a very tough outing for the Denver Nuggets in the Eastern Conference. Milwaukee continues their hot start, twenty four and three on the season, followed by the Miami Heat, the surprise team in the NBA, nineteen and seven overall record, followed by Philly, Boston, Toronto, Indianapolis. Uh, let's see, Brooklyn and Orlando, the top eight teams in the Eastern Conference as Orlando Magic 12-4 and four on the season. So, again, it's early in the year, I get it, but uh, just the offense has not looked the same as it did last year for the Denver Nuggets. And, uh, you know, they really, they really had to be on their A game most of the games because of that Western Conference and how stacked it is from top to bottom. Okay, let's talk about some other notes. Talk about uh, Team USA. They won down in Royal Melbourne 16-14 to in the President's Cup and uh, come from behind win for Team USA as they were down to the international team. And it really didn't look good for, U- for the U.S. Uh, but on the final day in the singles match, Tiger went out first, uh, got the win against Abraham Anser, and really set the tone for the rest of the team. Um, leading the way, of course, Tiger Woods, captain, and he also played in the President's Cup. And uh, a big win for Team USA, 16-14. to 14. They won. And coming up next in the next President's Cup, it'll return back to the U.S. as it will be played at Quail Hollow Country Clubs there in Charlotte, North Carolina. So that should be a good one coming up here in a couple of years for the President's Cup, but a big win for Team USA this past weekend down in Royal Melbourne, beating the international team 16-14. to Okay, that'll do it for this week's podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Vijo. This has been the AV Podcast.